So there you go, the S&P 500 hit an all-time high level on Friday thanks to a further extension of the technology rally in the US and the US earnings season accelerates this week with Netflix and Tesla due to reveal their fourth quarter results of this week. On the macro calendar, the BOJ, the ECB and the Bank of Canada will announce their latest monetary policy decisions to an army of investors who just can't wait for the BOJ to normalize normalize its race and the two other to cut theirs. So welcome. This is Swiss Code's Daily Market Talk. So first, excuse me if I sound unusual today because I have this very bad cold that prevents me from hearing stuff. I basically have my ear blocked here and I can, well, only hear my own voice so i will still try to speak today but you guys are warned that i'm operating within a very weird acoustic conditions in my head today so let's talk about marcus because last friday's economic data was yet another proof of the diverging fortunes between the u.s economy and the rest of the developed world because in the morning the UK announced that its retail sales slumped for the second straight year unfortunately so the data fueled the worries of a mild recession in the UK this year then well in the afternoon the ambience completely changed because the US Michigan's consumer sentiment index showed an advance to a more than two year high the expectations improved more than expected and penciled in by analysts and the falling inflation expectations was a cherry on top of all that data and remember the u.s retail sales also showed a shiny shiny number for the past holiday season so the data so far barely justifies a fed cut in march this year yet the prospects of fed rate cuts sometime in the next few months of this year and this likely scenario of soft lending for the u.s economy me hint that there is now a good chance that we will see the US 10-year yield go back to where it belongs meaning above the two-year yield as we approach the end of this Federal Reserve's tightening cycle right now the US two-year yield still stands near the full 40% level the US 10-year yield advanced past the 4.10% level last week the US dollar has been well quite unable to clear the 200-day moving average resistance last week but the strong US economic data versus weak data from the rest of the world would actually justify a swift move in the US dollar index above its 200-day moving average and the US stocks especially the US technology stocks continue to fly high in this first month of this new year the S&P 500 finally hit an all-time high level last Friday Nvidia extended its gains to $595 per share an all-time high as well thanks to Meta's announcement that it will be buying 350,000 cutting edge chips from Nvidia to power its AI systems and guess what these high end chips would cost up to 40,000 US dollar a chip in the second hand market so some now estimate that Meta's purchases will well ensure around 10 billion US dollar of revenue this year for Nvidia from Meta alone. 
Now, interestingly, Meta is also having a good, good time since it decided to shift its focus from Metaverse to AI. And mind that everything that touches AI turns into gold these days. And Microsoft, which also breaks record after record thanks to AI, is now taking on to Apple as the world's most valuable company. Because its market capitalization now gets closer to the 3 trillion US dollar mark every day that goes by. So this is where we are right now. Strong economic data from the US has been tempering the expectation of a March rate cut from the Fed since the beginning of this year. But the Fed is still broadly expected to cut its rates in May if it doesn't in March, the Fed members who have been cautioning the market and investors that March could actually be a bit too early to announce the first rate cuts will actually enter the quiet period before next week's FOMC meeting. The US yields are drifting gently higher, as I said, from last year and levels, low levels. The rebounding yields in the US weigh heavier on the S&P 493 as the equal weighted S&P 500 index is lower compared to where it started the year, although although the S&P 500 hit a record level on Friday. So that tech dominance is still a non-going play right now. Moving forward, there is one and only question in investors' minds regarding this technology rally and it is when will these technology company valuations come lower if they ever come lower now the answer is it's hard to tell really because the prospects of lower rates in the u.s in a few months combined with this developing ai sorry another quarter of satisfactory earnings season from these u.s big technology companies will actually have the power to fuel this rally further in my opinion now unfortunately nvidia won't be releasing its fourth quarter results before february 21st but in the meantime a couple of U.S. technology giants like Tesla and Netflix will be revealing their latest quarterly results as early as this week. So we have stuff to talk about. Netflix, for example, which announced a surprise 8 million jump in paid subscribers last quarter, expects the subscription momentum to have continued in the fourth quarter. So if that's the case, we could actually see Netflix share price jump past the $500 psychological level. If not, well, a correction seems to be a good option for Netflix near the $500 level. Tesla, on the other hand, will actually be challenged regarding its profit margins, guys, as investors are increasingly worried that these additional price cuts for the Tesla EVs won't boost its sales enough to increase well, the Tesla's market share and boost the overall revenue for the company. Because remember, Tesla actually lost its status of the world's biggest EV seller to the Chinese BYD last quarter. And its share price is down by more than 20% since the December peak. Whereas the other technology stocks in the US did quite well this January. Now, elsewhere, this week's economic calendar is also very much busy with some major central bank meetings, including the Bank of Japan, the European Central Bank, and the Bank of Canada. The BOJ starts its two-day policy meeting today and will announce its policy decision by tomorrow. Now, obviously, the Bank of Japan will not normalize its race today. 
in the best case scenario for the end bulls well it will give some hints regarding the timing of potential first rate hike in the coming months which well, could be April according to many many traders out there otherwise it could very well push back on the rate normalization expectation saying that inflation has been slowing that the monetary policy in Japan will remain supportive for as long as needed because this is what the Japanese policymakers said last time remember while everyone was expecting them to say well, something a little bit more hawkish. So the dollar yen opened this week near the 148 level. The risks in the dollar yen are tilted to the downside as the risk of a verbal intervention from the Japanese authorities increases into the 150 level. But knowing the Japanese, I wouldn't bet my shirt on well, a hawkish statement this week. The two other central banks, DCB and the BOSC, will certainly keep their rates unchanged this week. But the nuance that we will see in their accompanying statement about when the policymakers see the first rate cuts happen will actually matter for the currency valuations. And remember, the ECB's chief Christian Lagarde said last week in Davos that summer could actually see the first rate cut happen in Europe. So the euro dollar is flirting with the 109 level this morning on the back of a, a softer US dollar across the board. But any hint that the ECB is ready to cut the interest rates well, by summer will weaken the euro bull's hands for a sustainable rise above the 110 psychological level. So this is all for this Monday. I hope I wasn't screaming too much. I'm Ipegos Kardeshkaya and thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe to our YouTube channel for daily market comments and please don't forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them so i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading